0: Welcome to Real Weddings with Sarah. I'm Sarah Kennedy from Irish Wedding Blog, one of Ireland's leading sources for wedding inspiration, advice and support. Real Weddings with Sarah brings you an inside snoop of some of Ireland's best-loved personalities and celebrity weddings. Join me as I indulge on all of the wedding goss. I am Absolutely delighted to welcome one of the world's most famous married couples. Today I'm joined by Anna and Jonathan siconi jolie The siconi jolies are famous for sharing every little detail of their lives with us on YouTube and other social media platforms, of course. From how they met, getting engaged, giving birth, moving house, growing their family, We've all grown on this journey with them that we call life. They've just celebrated their nine-year wedding anniversary. So without further ado, I'm delighted. Jonathan and Anna, thank you so, so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank
1: you for having us.
0: We are absolutely thrilled. And can I just say, I was doing a little bit of research and I was just looking over your wedding and just the essence and looking at the location. It just looked phenomenal.
2: Oh, thank you. When things look good, it doesn't mean they were good.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, that's the typical wedding. So, look, tell us about the wedding day. Tell us, what did you do nine years ago?
1: I think our wedding planning started about a year before it actually happened. Um, And it was, to be honest, it was really basic. Like, we didn't have a lot of money at all. Um, So our budget was 10,000 euros and we stuck to it. i think we were like just under by maybe like a cent. <laughs> Love it. So yeah it was it was really basic. It started with just um obviously we couldn't be at the we what we knew we wanted it to be in Italy. So we my dad was Italian and he had passed away a few years before so I I wanted to kind of have a piece of him there. Of course. Um so that's why we chose Sorrento which was it was overlooking the actual location was overlooking the Bay of Naples which is where my dad was from um so I knew that I wanted it to be there so I think that was when we we found wedding planners and um I just kind of got the ball rolling with them and actually funnily enough our wedding planner's name was Amelia which is fell in love with the name and that's how we kind of came up with we decided that we'd name our um when we eventually got pregnant
0: that is amazing. Um, they she made that much of an Amelia is I,
1: that's your eldest
0: daughter, is it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah so, amazing.
1: Yeah, so I fell pregnant with her shortly after we got married. But I think it was just seeing the name written down every time I emailed her, I it just looked so pretty, and I just loved
2: it. But I remember like two weeks. Was it about a month before we got married? Because we got married. It was like one of those things where we were living together for a couple of years, and then it was like so. Should we just like get married or something? It's like, (laughs) all right, sure. You know, and then about a month before the wedding, I was like, okay, this is my wedding. Like, I don't want to, I don't want our story to be that I just agreed. We both agreed to get married. But I was like, right, I need to propose to Anna because this is my only chance in my life to propose to somebody. To have that moment, of course. And I got like all these roses and stuff like that. And I filled our flat with like roses and put these candles down. And then I called and then texted your mom and I was like, oh, tell her to get off the phone and come downstairs to I me. And you came down. And then when you go down to propose to someone, it's really weird. It's like, you're, you just, you can't, you're like a bumbling fool. And you're like, but it's just you.
0: Did you, did <laughs> yeah. you even get that last minute sense that she might say no?
2: Uh, it would have been awkward. <laughs> I think we were <laughs> two years into filming with Tony Jolies. Oh, it would have been an interesting turn. Although it worked out well for the Kardashians when Kim walked out on her husband. Well,
0: look. Come here till I ask you. So you had this beautiful wedding, right? And I looked back at your video and what I loved about the video was the fact that it wasn't done by, you know, the typical professional videographer. And I'm not knocking that. But what I found was really, what really struck me with the video, it being so candid and, you know, shot by yourselves was that you look at you, Jonathan, in the morning and you were just in the moment. You're looking out the window, you're taking it all in and then you switch over to Anna and Anna, you were like, the the hustle, the bustle and you're like trying to take in all the information and the planning and you could see just the two different worlds and you lose that in general, you know, uh, produced videography mm. for weddings. Yes. All you see is the glossed over beauty of the day. You don't see the stress. What I loved okay. was that you could really actually, it's the most realistic portrayal of the morning of a wedding that I've actually ever seen yeah. yeah,
2: that was not by choice, though. That was just the fact that you know we always think back. You know, we were planning for next year as our ten-year anniversary that we're going to redo our wedding, do um, our vows because you know we didn't have a photographer, we didn't have a videographer, we didn't have a band, we didn't have anything. It didn't did nothing. Yeah, we yeah. don't did, even think we got one size case. and we're gone. And <laughs> we're like, we never thought again. I know. Yeah, so there was loads of things that we missed, but. You know, in in that sense, when we look back and it was such a mess, but then because the wedding was not the peak of our relationship, it means that our relationship is still really strong 10 years later because Mm -hmm. we didn't peak that day at the wedding.
1: That's true. It
2: wasn't the best day of our life. The best day of our life is every day.
0: Yeah, of course. And and what was it about marriage that made you want to do it in the first place? Cuz you were content you're living together. You're on this journey professionally together with each other anyway. Um what was it about marriage that you felt
2: was was important for you? What do you think it was about? I don't I don't think I really I don't even wear a wedding ring. I'm not really <laughs> I'm not really all for the marriage thing. Like it's great and I love you. <laughs> well, it didn't matter because to me it's like I love you, and we're like our life partners. I'm choosing to spend my life with you, and I don't need a piece of paper. Although when we got yeah. married, because because Anna was born in Baltimore, there was lots of complications around the fact that she is an American and I was mm. an Irish mm-hmm. fella And then we had to sort of. So when we got married, we didn't actually get married. No, it wasn't illegal.
0: Yeah. Ah, was, yes, of course. So, so you had your not, blessing. Yeah.
2: But yeah. it took like about seven or eight months for us to actually legally get married. Because and then we had to get an apostille stamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from the course. And when they, they were like, what date do you want to do? So we actually got married on leap year. So we've actually been married like three years or something, I think. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love I think, it. Yeah, I think for me it was more just, I mean, it's the tradition of it. Mm. And it's the fact that I had always dreamt of, you know, my wedding day. Yeah, see, I never did. I think you know, more. Yeah, I think that's maybe more like what little girls do. Not not yeah. all of them, but um, a lot of them. And for me, it was definitely that. Like I, I remember wanting things a certain way, and you know, kind of following up with what I had dreamt. You know, my wedding day would be, and you know, a lot of the decisions that I made. I was only twenty three. 23 when I got married so a lot of the decisions that I made I probably have do them differently now but I also kind of think that that's just representative of how I was back then and who I was then yeah. and who we were and so um yeah I feel like for me it was more just about the tradition of it and I guess we did go down the really traditional route of you know one or two months in we fell pregnant <laughs> after we got married so we really did it so it was to pretty- start your family yeah, yeah. So traditionally, in that sense, but I mean, like Jonathan said, it didn't actually change anything. I remember after the whole event, you know, we just felt it was almost like you expected a different, mm-hmm. but we felt exactly the same, yeah, yeah. which I think is a good thing. But even
2: that morning, we woke up because we were in this like five-star super hotel, and you know, we 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 weren't used to that level. No, I mean a vibe. And um we got up like really early in the morning and we just left. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> we were scared of being there. You know
0: <laughs> We don't belong here. <laughs> exactly.
2: You just feel like we should just leave before we get in trouble. <laughs> before they find out They're their-
0: gonna <laughs> catch us. They're gonna catch yeah. us. <laughs> so
2: and we had a hotel about like half an hour away up the hills and we just went back to our little crappy two star hotel and they're we like I know we're allowed here. These are our people. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and look, you know, you were so young getting married and young, I suppose, not in our parents' terms, but young is in our generation's terms. Like, Anna, if what? I was to give you. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, 23 <laughs> is young to get married yeah. in this day and age. Like being realistic, because when, even when we look at the stats, it, it really is into the 30s. But and <laughs> if I was to give you now a vision board, what? and it wasn't a very renewal because I appreciate you, you'll want to keep some of that 10-year renewal details sacred, but if I was to say to you, okay, Annie, you can go back to your 23-year-old self, what sort of wedding would you now, seeing what we have on offer, would you paint for yourselves now?
1: Oh, gosh, it would be so different. I mean, well, a lot of the restrictions that we had were due to budget. Mm-hmm. To so um, I think, you know, things like we didn't even have, I didn't choose, um, Her husband. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't choose like my flowers because I just went for like the basic pack. Yeah, of
2: course. On eBay, my from wedding dress so was like two hundred pounds. So cheap, <laughs> and, it, and it came and arrived in a, a black like bin bag. <laughs> <See
1: you guys. laughs> the glamour. I know, but it looks good on video. Obviously, my mood board now would be a lot more glamorous than it was then, but I guess I was just, you know, we were being realistic for what we could afford back then. And so I guess maybe if I, I mean, not that I want to do it over, but, you know, if, if I were to, I maybe would have waited until we had a little bit more financial freedom mm-hmm. Um you never know. But then yeah, you know? I guess the same as when you came to me and you were
2: like, Hey, I think, let's have a baby and I was like I can't have a baby And I was like, We gotta wait till something. I don't <laughs> know. So till we till we we're, we're like yeah. grown ups or something. And then you just you can't wait. You know, you had Anna had four children in her twenties. Wow. I did nothing in my twenties.
0: <laughs> You've nothing to show for it. No nothing, nothing
2: Jonathan. Nothing at all. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I I started to started to grow up in my thirties, you know. As most but, do, yeah. I just can't imagine doing what Anna did in her 20s, getting married and having four kids. Now it's that time of the podcast for Cool Finds. Cool Finds, Cool Finds,
0: Cool Finds. This week's Cool Find is the concept of a micro wedding with a difference. A micro wedding. Yeah. A small wedding you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. There is this little concept whereby you can have a micro wedding. And given the times that we're in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yep. very important, yes. this one you can do a picnic. Right. A picnic. Yeah. A picnic wedding. Yeah. Keep going. Right. So the amazingly creative guys over at Wild Feather Event Styling yeah. have created an outdoor boho micro wedding picnic. You've got this big peacock chair for the bride. Mm. You've got everything down at floor level. This beautiful table, this beautiful decor, they do amazing stuff and they serve up grazing boards and you've got your all these amazing, beautiful little pieces. You can socially distance, you can do it in your garden, yeah. you can do it in a nice park, whatever you want. Okay. It's just a little bit different, you know? So, okay, so they they organise and they put together this like little picnic package. Mm-hmm. Any park you want? Whatever you want. Whatever you, you want. Maybe someone's back garden? Yeah. Mainly right. people are doing it in their back gardens. Um, So it's meant for a smaller wedding. Yes. So this is whereby it's ideal if you are one of the brides and grooms that have been affected by mm COVID-19 where you've had to push out your wedding. So what you may do is do something small now and do your party next year. So this is really nice if you can get the weather. You can get out, you can put together this nice little arrangement. It's just very, very cute. And actually, it's very good. You could do it for a hen party. You could do it for just a gathering with the girls or whatever you want to do. It's really boho, really cute and it's just very, very different. What are they called again? Wild feather event styling, micro weddings. Nice, cool mm-hmm. find. I think so. With your marriage, okay, you put so, like every nook and cranny is out is out there online and I can imagine that that can be very difficult and I look at, um, you know, other, other stars, uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z, they keep so much private, but they can't help but, you know, let some of it seep, you know, because that's, that's the real world. So, you know, when you guys have like a fight or come up against conflict, how do you get over that? Because you're both your best friends, you're married, you're, you're, you're bringing up kids, you professionally work together. So without a shadow of a doubt, that's going to come with a lot of challenges. So what system do you have in place to make sure that, you know, you can get over these things quite quickly?
2: I think a huge advantage for our marriage is that the marriage comes second to the friendship. You know, I think we're like best mates. Meet mm-hmm. first and like we both have the same career goals in mind and we both have very similar parenting um, you know, ideas and you know, yeah, we fight. We fight like every day like everybody does, but you don't go to sleep on the fight because mm-hmm. that just works. And, you know, sometimes you just you know, when you're having a really bad fight, it does go on for a while, but at the end of the day, once you cool off a bit, you know that the friendship is more powerful. You know what I mean? I think if you, if you marry someone based on um, desire or what they look like or something like that, um, maybe that can fade. You know, but because our relationship was spawned and the fact that our personalities are so well um, suited to each other, we're so opposite. It's, it's insane how opposite we are in every way, you know. But well, like, we
1: have the same, like, core values, yeah. I guess. So that helps with, you know, children. We're
2: basically like, the Aladdin story, right? So Anna's like the princess, and I'm the little guy down in the market. <laughs> it's not. It's
0: not. <laughs> oh Lord, that is beautiful. When that I, is I, beautiful. What a yeah, love
2: story! He used to say that to me. He was like, because I had like tattoos. He was like, only sailors and criminals have tattoos. Oh my God. You know, they thought I was some little toy that Anna would have for for a few months, kick around a bit. You know, the flirtation with the dangerous side.
0: Look at you now. Look at you now. And <laughs> and I suppose, Jonathan, you took you you took the double barrel name, which most males don't, let's call a spade a spade. Talk me through the, I suppose, the, the feeling and and the thought behind that.
2: Well, why should Anna keep up her name? You know, Anna, Anna has her family's name and I like her family and I have my family's name and I just, I think that like neither family was better than the other one and we were like, we were starting our own family. So, yep. it's Leah, Eduardo, and Leslie and Andrea are generation one of Ticoni Jolie's. Yeah, and of course. Jolie and Coni. And we're like, this is our own little group. And, you know, one of the kids or more of them might decide to drop their name for someone else's name. I don't know. Like,
0: you know. Yeah, their own choice when the time comes funny. for them. What do you feel are the biggest hurdles of married life?
2: Ooh, what is the biggest. I think the hardest thing is that because we both are in the same business together, it will be very difficult if... Anna was a doctor and then I was doing what I'm doing or something like that, you know, if Anna yeah. had more of a traditional um, job, then I think that, like, you would grow apart. But because, you know, I think people are always growing. Yeah, that's true. They're always evolving. But mm-hmm. we're evolving to the same destination all the time. Yeah. I think that just keeps us together, you know, because imagine you work, like, 60, 70 hours of your week with another group of people. Of course. Who are not in the circle of your partner, and then you come home to your partner, and your partner doesn't know all the in jokes, doesn't know all the banter, doesn't yeah. know what's going on in your life, because it's like you're living two different lives, and that can probably, you know, people can just naturally just grow apart.
0: Yeah, of mm. course, and and that is that's so so true, and and so with the fact that you you do you have you you have that balance kind of nailed in, so far as that you know you're in this together, you're all, you're both paddling in the same direction. Do you have specific rules? Because I suppose like for me, I might take it, not take advantage, but I might take for granted if myself and Owen were working together, I just assume, well, that's our time together. So how do you split that work and that that special time for you to nurture your relationship outside of being parents, outside of, of having the work thing going on? Do you have a system in place for that?
2: Yeah, like, so Wednesday nights are our date night. Now, unfortunately, this Wednesday, somebody has stolen our date night.
0: Well, if this isn't the nicest date you've <laughs> ever had. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would do that on, on Friday nights. We, uh, we we make our own pizza and we watch some crappy Netflix together. And Saturdays, we watch TV together. You know, yeah, like, our, our, our um, business relationship is definitely different mm-hmm. to our personal relationship. Our personal relationship is not something we actually broadcast, even though we do um, share a lot of our life, Yeah, you know, of course. We, we don't share a lot of our lives either, you know.
1: Um, yeah. Having
2: the kids definitely um, takes a huge strain on your time that you have together. And
0: four, I don't know how you do it. My hat goes off to both of you and you in particular, Anna. You're like, I watch you both and I'm just like, how on earth do you do it? Four very young children. It's such a challenge. Oh, mm. Thank you. Well, I mean, Jonathan, at least you don't have any
2: dogs. Oh no, wait! Oh yeah, wait. you
1: kind of have a million of those too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jonathan's mom did it too, and you know, my mom had three. So, and and I look back at, and my my grandmother had four, and she didn't have any help. So I just feel like she had, you know, two really close together, and then she had twins. Um, so I kind of look to those women. I think we
2: don't though. Because like, I'm not saying I'm great, but like having <laughs> having the two of us, right? I am pretty happy only with the kids, right? No,
0: but you're, you're coming in 50-50, I suppose. In in, in grandmothers' yeah. times, it was all on them. And
1: they, did, yeah. they didn't have to balance the career piece as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I do. I look at those people and I think like, wow, if they could do it, then, you know, You've I can not. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thinking back to the wedding and, and having gone on this journey, because look, the wedding is one part of, and, and as you said, like, you know, you got married so young, it's almost like a far distant memory. But looking back now, having come as far as you've you've come, you're approaching your 10 year anniversary where you might and you you probably will renew your vows. What parting advice would you give to couples that are tuning into this, that are literally just in the very early stages of planning their wedding? What parting advice would you give to them?
2: don't spend all your money on the wedding okay <laughs> and don't put so much stress on this one day that yeah. it, it doesn't mean anything you know it's, it's a great party it's a great celebration but the rest of your life is the important part of yes. you know? though when you get home from your honeymoon and all that stuff that is when the marriage begins mm-hmm. you know when you get home and all the noise and all this, party parties that way all quiets down and it's just two of you in your pajamas with a takeaway watching Tiger King. <laughs> that is when the marriage that is, begins. That's and real that's, life right there.
1: Yeah. And just like take it as, you know what I mean? Just enjoy it.
2: Just don't yeah.
1: stress. I think what Jonathan said is true. Like, you know, it's probably just as well that we didn't peak on our wedding mm-hmm. because yeah. it otherwise it's kind of you know where do you go from there like we're at a stage now where i know lots of divorces happening now and
2: it's like yeah. whoa i remember when everyone was dating and then everyone was getting engaged and everyone was married and then you go to the generation of babies and by house buying and now we're at like wow have we
1: reached a point now well, okay let's just okay just okay here. we're just going to clarify here you've reached a point <laughs> <laughs> my group is just so you know they're getting married and having babies yeah now, okay so <laughs> My
2: age group are catching in their pensions.
0: Yeah, that's it. I was about to, I was about to say, geez Jonathan, you're really selling your age here. <laughs> but no, you're so right. Look, it is. There, there's a journey and there's blips in the road and it's really about, you know, I think what you what you've said at the very start is it's, you know, you've had the right foundations. You've had the friendship piece and that give, brings with that a whole ream of respect for each other. So no matter yeah. what you come up against, you can actually have the bandwidth to listen to the other person and appreciate them and see what comes from the other view As well, and that makes it also more important. Plus, you're both, from what I can see, so open to each other. And you know, not everybody is in their marriage because they're not great communicators. You obviously don't come up against that, which is fantastic.
2: But I I had a a lot of practice and a lot of (laughs) relationships which prepared me for this. Well, you you didn't need as much practice as I needed.
1: I met Jonathan when I was 19, so.
0: Oh, Lord, what can I say to that? Well, look, do you know, <laughs> isn't it great that you've had so much practice that you could come in with perfection into this marriage exactly. to Anna? And aren't you so lucky? I yeah. <laughs> Well, look, guys, thank you so, so much for taking the time out of your date night, your very important date night. I hope it was valuable to reflect on your marriage tonight in the aspect of your big date night. Super stuff, guys. Thank you so, so much. Oh, thanks. that thanks. was so informative a big big thank you to Anna and Jonathan for joining me on that podcast that was absolutely superb and so many great values and lessons to be learnt on married life thanks for listening to Real Weddings with Sarah thanks to producer Ruth Devaney voiceover extraordinaire Phil Colley and Pink Champagne Wedding Band for our Cool Finds jingle Join me next week where we will be chatting to another top guest to get the scoop about their wedding day and married life. Until then, you can find me at Irish Wedding Blog on social media channels.